And this is Mark. This is Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Yeah, today we're going to do 21 Bridges. Yeah, I'm doing 21 Bridges. I chat with Bozeman. Figured for Black, I figured for Black History Month we'd do something with him because he's played so many iconic black entertainers, role models, Jack, characters. Jackie Robinson. Black Panther. Yeah. James Brown. James Brown, yeah. Hey, girl. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a... Uh, this was your pick. You wanted to do this one. I was totally okay with it because I wanted to see 21 Bridges. Right. Fun little story for you. When uh, 42 came out, and I'm not a big sports movie guy, but if they they look good, I'll watch them. Like, The Way Back, I want to see that. With right. Like, that it's looks good. good. It's very good. Usually I'm not up for sports movies, but when 42 was going to come out, I saw the previews. I saw it had Harrison Ford, and Chadwick Boseman was pretty fresh at that point in time, not exactly. seeing people knew him. I was like, you know what? I want to go check this out. So me and my buddy, who's a big baseball player, went and saw it. And we were watching it, and I thoroughly enjoyed 42. Like, I own it. I love it. It's a great movie. I'll watch it again and again. I told my buddy in the middle of the movie, I turned to him, and I was like, man, Chadwick Boseman is a great actor. I was like, I think he would be good Black Panther. Now, this was years before I got announced he was Black Panther. Many years. And I totally forgot about the conversation. I didn't think about it. Well, when they were announcing the cast for Civil War, when Marvel had their little press conference years back for Phase 3... They announced Civil War. They brought out Robert Downey and Chris Evans. And Kevin Feige came on stage and said, and we'd like to introduce our Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Well, then in my mind, I'm like, damn, I know that guy. Where did I see him see from? from? And yeah. I clicked in my brain. I was like, oh, it's 42. The second it got announced, my buddy texted me. and goes, how the fuck did you know? How did you know? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't. I was like, that was just it was a guess, was a guess of, of mine. I thought he'd be a good actor. Yeah, to play Black Panther, and sure enough, there he was, and like that was the perfect fit. He is Black Panther. He nails it. He understands it. He's, He's a great good job. Black Panther. Yes, he is. So I always, I always cling to that story because it's one of my favorites for my Marvel universe. Yeah, it just shows awesome. I'm a huge Marvel fan. So I was. I love Chadwick Boseman. I've loved him since I first saw him in 42, and I'll watch anything he's in. Yeah, I think he's a great actor. Uh, I hope, uh, there's a rumor going around, Kevin Hart wants to get uh, Uptown Saturday Night going. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And he talked to Chadwick Boseman about it. God. I don't know if he'll do it, but hey, it'll be great. I would love but. to see a movie with Chadwick Boseman, Denzel, John David Washington, and Danny Glover. Oh, that'd be great. That would be a really cool movie. I wonder if... John David Washington would act in a movie with Denzel. I don't know. I'm it may be a little sure. too meta. Yeah. But I think it would be really cool. Oh, I would love to great. see father and son acting to together it. and see how they play off each other. I mean, they, obviously Denzel raised him and yeah. taught him a lot oh, of what he knows, so it would be cool to see Mannerisms are very similar. The more I, more than I would like to see that movie, I'd like to be on set and watch those two interact while filming a movie. Right. <laughs> that would be really cool to see. Yeah. But it's uh, this movie, 21 Bridges, is produced and the... The big part of the trailers was produced by the guys making Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Right. It's produced by the Russos, but they they didn't direct, they didn't direct it or write it, no. it. I don't think. I'm pretty sure they didn't write it, but they did. They did produce it, and it was a really good movie. Like I enjoyed it. It was there's some twists and turns. It was a nice cop flick with a good mystery behind it. Right, it was I enjoyable. agree. I agree. As for the usual, it's well acted. I mean, they had J.K. Uh, Simmons Simmons in it mm-hmm. uh, as the police chief. As, I think that was you ready? I'll, I'll read off the cast. It's got a really good cast. Yeah. It, obviously, yeah. it's got Chadwick Boseman. It's got mm-hmm. Sienna Miller. It's got J.K. Simmons, Stephen James, Taylor Kish. If you don't know who Taylor Kish is, this guy that played Please. John Carter, correct? And he plays in a lot of other things. Uh, he played Gambit in mm-hmm. X Men Origins Wolverine. Man, he got screwed in that. Yeah, like I said, Keith David, Alexander Siddig, Victoria Cartagena. 
think that's how you say that name, Gary Carr, Morocco Omari, and Adrian Lennox, and a bunch of other people, but those are the big ones. The cast was really good. It was really good. I was kind of sad there wasn't more of Keith David, because I love watching I Keith David. I agree. I was kind of sad there was, you know, I felt that they could have fleshed this movie out a little bit more. I it was short. Been, yeah, it was very short. It was I think quick. It, you know, it was a little too to the point. I mean, you, we understood, you know, it gave us a sense that they had a sense of urgency. Uh, you know, hey, they did, they had to catch these guys before they disappeared. Yeah. So, you know, you close down the island. Yeah. Flood the island with blue. And you'd send everybody after everybody. Well, in the midst of everything, you kind of get the sense that something doesn't smell right. No, there's a, there's Some, a plot that's yeah, here. Yeah, there's a big plot. You bring in Chadwick Boseman's character, whose father was killed in line of duty. Mm-hmm. And he is a guy that they kind of call a trigger well he's he's notorious for being a guy that kills cop killers exactly so real quick the movie it it just came out on blu-ray so we figured since we didn't get to watch it in theaters we'd go ahead and do a a new release review kind of like we want to do a few of those for movies we missed like we're going to do jojo rabbit here next week i believe is when we Mm -hmm. want to do that one it's it was the one where the the two guys kill several cops they shut down manhattan they close all 21 bridges Right. Leading into Manhattan, in the and they go on the hunt for these guys. You really didn't get the sense that they closed Manhattan. They didn't make a big deal of it as I thought they Not were. Like they did the trailers. Deal. No, it was just like, yeah, we closed Manhattan. Okay, okay. no repercussions for this. We're not showing mm-hmm. the bridges closed down. We're not showing it. Okay, just fuck it. The crazy traffic, yeah. crazy. You know, well, it was the middle of the night, things, and they you know? had until like five or six o'clock in the morning. To get these guys until they had to reopen Manhattan because it's didn't. the middle of the night. Yeah, if you've it's, ever it's been night. in New York at nighttime, <laughs> it looks like downtown any other city in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you can't tell. I mean, you you get so lost in the time that you don't realize it's three o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh, it's probably eleven o'clock, you know. But there's so much bustle and bustle. Yeah, it was a lot of dead so streets in yeah. this movie. Surprisingly, yeah, I mean, except towards so. the end when they was like getting earlier into the wee hours of the morning, there was a little more traffic, and they got hit by a couple cars from the guys. Right. Did. I mean, there was a lot, a little more foot traffic then. I mean, the city was still alive with like in buildings and stuff. Like nothing ever seemed to shut down. Yeah, like there were people still in the right. kitchens and all the other stuff. But it wasn't crowded. Yeah, it, it like it like you it. said, it could have been a little more fleshed out. Right, absolutely could. It was, by no stretch though was it a bad movie. No, it was no, uh, not at all. Directed by a guy named Brian Kirk, and I don't know. He's done quite a few TV things, but his I think his first big film was this one. Oh, he directed some Game of Thrones episodes, Luther, Dexter. Here's the thing, a lot of TV. you can tell it's TV, a TV director. Yes, because it has a TV feel. One of our uh, friends at work hit the nail on the head. It seemed like it was. A really good, you know, Saturday night TNT movie. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, I'll it's, give it that. It seemed like that. It, well, because, well, number one, it was so short. It was so rushed. Yeah. You know, and things. I mean, yeah, it kept moving. And I think it gave you the sense of, you know, they had to catch these guys and all that stuff. But it, it at the expense of giving you more of what was good in this movie. It was made on a modest budget. I mean, yeah. modest for movies. Yeah, yeah. Most movies movies are in the hundreds of millions of dollars. This one was only thirty three million. Yeah, exactly. So it's I gross. can understand. It was an hour and forty minutes. Right. This movie could have easily been two hours, and the story, the story would have warranted it. Oh like, yeah. It's not a movie that's like ah, oh, it could have been shorter. Now this one could have been longer, and I'd have been absolutely okay mm-hmm. with it. 
it didn't do super well in the box office. It got like forty nine million dollars. Uh, yeah, and I think it's because it was just the guys, the Russos producing. Now, if they would have directed this, they people would have been all over it. People would yeah, have been on this like white rice different movie. I do believe. Now, to be but. fair to that guy though, the Russos were known for TV. Mm. And then they stepped into the directing world, yeah. and their first big movie was You, Me, and Dupree. You remember that movie? Correct, yes. And then they jumped straight into Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, wow, yeah. So I think they looked for a guy that had done a lot of TV that wanted to break into film and said, okay, here's your shot. And You, Me, and Dupree kind of felt like a TV movie, too. Every time yeah, a TV one, yeah, director goes into film, they, their first movie always feels like a mix between TV mm-hmm. and film. I think this guy could get it. And do it well. I think so, too. Because there was I mean, quite a few good shots. Like, we, my wife and I were watching it. And the beginning scene where the dad, they're having the funeral for his dad and when he was a little kid. And you walk outside and it's an aerial shot looking down. And you see all the cops salute with their white gloves. My right. wife goes, wow, that's a really cool shot. And I agree. Right. That was a really good shot. Like they, There was some good shots in this movie. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like you said, there were some good dialogue and some good action scenes yeah i mean it wasn't you know it wasn't by any means a bad movie yeah i mean yeah. it was you know I, I enjoyed watching it but it was like i said it was just had that feel of could have been more oh wow get this so ray jackson the um character that was played by taylor kitsch mm-hmm. chris pratt was considered oh, for the role originally yeah. okay i don't i can't see chris pratt as being no, a bad guy though either he doesn't have that Hard-ass mentality. Exactly. He's more of that light-hearted, goofy guy. Though right. I, I could try to see him play that Kish role. looks like he's you know been through a little bit. Taylor Kish? Oh, yeah. yeah, he really does. He's kind of got that edge to him. This movie kind of came out of left field in the middle. Oh, it was originally under the title of 17 Bridges. Uh, the music was pretty good in this movie, too. Yeah. Nothing super like, memorable, but it was pretty good. And overall, the movie... The movie, the movie moved. And it was one scene after another. And like you yes. said, you could definitely tell there was a plot afoot. And ultimately, you find out that these guys, these two guys played by Taylor Kish and this other kid, I don't even remember him. It was uh, Stephen James played a character named Michael Trujillo. Yeah, he, right. They raided this, what was it, a restaurant? Yeah, they he, came in and they were supposed to rob this restaurant of, you know, 30, 30 keys kilos of Coke. Of Coke. Yeah. Okay. They walk in and it's 300 keys. Yeah, they should have pants. They, they're like, okay, why are we walking in at 300 keys? Oh, Kish says, hey, we don't, I don't care. Let's just take it and let's get out of here. Um, so they take 50. Well, the guy who's guarding the stuff is waiting for the police to get there. But he's waiting for the police in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> these, are, these are crooked cops coming to pick up their dope uh, and transport this dope well, around you, the city. You don't learn that until the end. Like, that's right. the big reveal at the end. Like, throughout the whole thing, it's peppered. Like, how are the cops getting here so fast? It's 85 printing. And then you end up finding out that the money launderer that they're going to to get all their money that they sold from the coke laundered before they bailed because they killed seven cops. Yeah. So they're like, we need to leave. Like, we need to go. We need money. The kid that... So Taylor Kitsch was an ex-military guy in the movie. Both of them were. Yeah, both of them were, but Taylor Kitsch was actually part of the military. His best friend, which was Michael's older brother got blown up in Afghanistan and then Michael tried to join the army and got dishonorably discharged because he had an attitude but right. he's really smart like he was a smart kid and he was making all the plays mm-hmm. and then they go to this money launderer and the money launderer gets shot up by the cops because they were showing up to go because right. they knew they would probably be there because they laundered their money there and he gets thumb drives 
ultimately the two kids end up dying. Taylor Kitsch and, and Michael. Michael yeah, they yeah. both end up dying. Chadwick Boseman only kills one of them. Right. He was trying to talk him other And the big thing that he pushed for in the movie, and you could really tell, was he only shot the cop killers when he had reason to. Like, if he yeah. was being attacked or anything like that. He only killed Taylor Kitsch out of self-defense and the fact he had just shot an innocent guy right in the head. Correct. So he took just him down. Cause. Yeah. And everybody treats him like he just cold blood kills these guys. And right. he always has to defend himself. So he was really trying with Michael to calm him down, talk him down. And then his partner, quote unquote, shot him right in the chest. To Michael. Yeah. To take him down. Come to find out she was the part of the whole ring. Uh, yeah. Detective. Yeah. I'll tell you what, this dude was fucking Superman though. Chadwick Boseman? Oh yeah. They both got hit by a car. While Michael was like just kind of like groggy running, right? Chadwick just like, "Oh shit, I'm going get you!" Like he was yeah. hustling, adrenaline's pumping. And, and then when they had the shootout at the end of the house, where he went and confronted the the captain of the 85th precinct, another cop showed up. He didn't get grazed. He didn't he get did. shot. Nothing. Yeah. And he so took little. all four of those guys down. Four, five, five, guys, four, four guys down. Four he guys. took four guys, four guys down quickly. Yeah. He was quickly are... Superman. I mean, hell, even in Die Hard. John McClane didn't come out those unscathed. Are, those are the things that I looked at sometimes in this movie that were like, okay, let's, yeah, it's a little too neat with a bow. You know, right. they tied up really neat with a bow. And it's like, okay, I, I'm, you know, okay, Grady walked off to the sunset and he solved the crime and he, you know, didn't get hurt and everything like that. But it's kind of not realistic. I mean, some of the things were realistic. Some of the, you know, the attitudes of the cops, yeah. you know, towards the cop killers were realistic. Oh, yeah, they fought for blood. You know, we don't know until later, you know, sort of later, that they're trying to cover up their tracks as well. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yeah. Well, I, I like when Chadwick told J.K. Simmons, you were scorching earth just to cover, cover your tracks. tracks. yeah. And that was that was really cool. And then they kind of just had that standoff for a second where they were looking at each other. And it was... You could feel the tension in that scene. Correct. Man, J.K. Simmons can sell a scene, though. I'm telling you, like you said, this could have been longer. There could have been an ending scene with him and Keith David having to go into another one of those hearings that he had with Internal Affairs at the beginning of the movie. Right. And explain why he did everything he yeah. did. And kind of yeah. like... Why he killed all the police officers. Yeah, because the other cops show up at the captain's house and they just take away his partner because she survived the whole right. now and just take her away because she gave up. They don't start questioning him. No questions are no, asked. It's just, no, it's nothing. over, it's done, it's game over. Like, all right, cool, whatever. The ending was a little bit fuzzy because, you know, you you sit and you see the flash drives broken. Was it broken? No, no it was two broken. flash drives. Two... And they had they... bloody thumbprints on both okay. of them. So they, it, right. they weren't broken. Yeah, it looked like they were broken. but No, because he uh, got into it, remember? Yeah, I remember yeah. he got into it. But I didn't know if he broke them, you know, was bluffing, saying, hey, I put these out in the world. But I don't think so. I think he did put them out in the world. And that's why the cops didn't question... That was pretty quick, though, for it to go around like that. I mean, I but it did show how fast the cops can get active information. Right. Like when they were going through the uh, security camera, the CCTV people. The traffic yeah, cameras, yeah. Yeah, with the police, and they're like, we need to look for this in this intervals, and they started going through, within 30 seconds, they had them their answers. Like, they right. were moving quick, they were getting their answers. When those police force want them to get this shit done, they get their shit done quickly. And they really showed that in this movie, and it was really cool to see. Seemed like it. Seemed like they were really active because somebody had been their cops had been killed. They did a really good job with that. Though. They did really. Yeah. I mean, and that's really the response you'd probably get. Yeah. You know, if that happened, especially in that level. You know, seven cops down in one place. 
That was a lot. Well, it wasn't just one. It was in the building and then outside. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. One general area. area yeah, they, yeah, they, they right that was a bloody fight, too, yeah. pretty quickly. Like, Taylor yeah. Kitchen had other kid, Michael. They were... I keep forgetting Taylor Kitchen's name, character name in the movie. Yeah, they were surgical. They, they, yeah, they were quick. They had uh, automatics with... Uh, Suppressors on it. I almost said silencers. <laughs> suppressors. They had suppressors on them, so they were they were quick. They were they were tactical, and they knew what they were. Ray Jackson was his name in the movie. Right. Ray and Michael. Yeah, that it was really cool because you really got to see their their horror when the cops found out that they were who they were and stuff. They're like, okay, right. we're screwed. We yeah. killed seven cops. They are going to kill us. They're not going <laughs> to give us a chance. They walk in in every basically every place they're walking into, and they're on TV. Yeah, they're all over the place. <laughs> Like oh jeez, tell you what the one scene where the they were in the um, the money launderer's house mm-hmm. and the cops start showing up and banging trying to get that door yeah. open and you saw the so, dance coming in like, and the guy that? goes the, the money launderer goes do you know whose house you're doing this to do you know where you're at <laughs> and they shoot he, they he looks through the peephole and the yeah, cop shoot. shoots through the other end and blows out his eye I was yeah. like oh god wow. that's like worst nightmare level right there. Yeah. It's like anytime you look through people, I freak out. You'll still be alive, but you're dying slow. Right oh, there. it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt real bad. And they, they really did show him screaming and yeah. freaking out. And then he got his little revenge by giving up those thumb drives. Right. That's why you don't piss off the guy that deals with all the money. That's what. I, yeah. Exactly. You should know that. <laughs> any any gangster movie you've ever seen, you never piss off the guy that handles all the money. The, the guy that knows your secrets. Yeah. Don't don't piss him off. Yeah, it was a good movie. I mean, I'd, I'd watch it again. I'm glad I didn't go see it in theaters. Right. It, it, I felt like it would have been a waste of a movie night at the I, theaters. I agree with it. But I'm glad I bought it on Blu-ray and I get to watch it anytime yeah. I want. Because it, it would warrant a second, maybe even a third watch within a year. Kind of just like off I'd and on. I'd say so, yeah. It's I mean, a, if, it, if it ever comes on TV, I'll leave it on. It's a good little movie night movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah, my wife liked it, so it's, you know, it's always nice when you can watch the movie with other people that like it, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is good, I like it for this and this reason. Right. It was it was a cool movie. I'd, I'd maybe give it, like, a 7-3. Yeah, I, 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 I'm around there, 7-2. I'd say the same thing. Let's see about there. wasn't a super black history month, but just because as Chad right. Bozeman, we're going with it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was a good movie, though. I, I enjoy it. I recommend it. Especially if you red box it, or if it's on digital anywhere, mm-hmm. you can rent it for three bucks, okay. rent it, yeah. and then buy it afterwards, or wait till it's in the ten fifteen dollar bin at Walmart or something. Yeah, that'd be good too. Good pickup. Not really much to talk about with this movie. It's pretty no, self contained. Yeah. yeah, and straightforward. I mean, it was very straightforward. And it really wasn't much of a thinker movie. It was more of a like, this is what's happening. Okay, this is what happened now. This is the twist. Ooh, you kind of hinted at the whole movie. Yeah. Movie over. Like, oh, yeah. oh okay, cool. Great. Enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> but the action was cool. The action was on point. That was Yeah, I agree. The action was top-notch and the chase scenes were really cool. Still don't understand how Chadwick got up so easily after getting run over by the car though. Cuz he got oh, hit yeah. hard. Yeah. They yeah. both got hit hard Super by that cop car. Yeah. There. Surprised he didn't just land on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just land on his feet. Wakanda forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you do not have the suit in this one. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't play like you do, but you don't. Yeah. Got anything else on this one, Mark? Any little tidbits you want to add towards no, the end? No, that's it. Uh, just, you know, looking forward to something else Chadwick's in. What else does he have coming up? Do we know? I have not well, seen Well, I know they're doing Black Panther yeah, 2, too, obviously. Keeping him busy, so. 
don't even know what the fuck. This, oh, he's gonna be in a Spike Lee movie. The oh. Five Bloods. Okay. That I didn't know Spike Lee was making another movie. Let's see, it's called The Five Bloods. Four African American Vietnam veterans return to Vietnam. They are in search of the remains of their fallen squad leader and the promise of buried treasure. These heroes battle forces of humanity and nature while confronted by the lasting ravages of immortality of the Vietnam War. Huh. Might be pretty good. Who's else? Paul Walter Hauser, Norm Lewis, Delroy Lindo, okay. Jonathan Majors, Clark Peters, nice. Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Jean Renault, Melanie Theory, Jesser Paconka. Holy crap. Uh, that's, yeah. So, uh, nothing like super noticeable, but. Yeah, man, I haven't seen Delroy Lindo in a while. Well, here's the thing is, anytime any of these guys join Marvel movies, mm-hmm. that it's pretty much going to dominate their movie career right. for quite a while. I mean, Chris Evans did it. Correct. Scarlett Johansson did it. I mean, though Scarlett Johansson seemed to sneak in quite a few here and there. Afterwards, yeah, Jojo Rabbit in. Uh, no, still. I mean, she's still doing Marvel. I mean, she's in Black yeah. Widow. Well, no, out, so, yeah, yeah, no. But I'm just saying, you know, even during yeah. the Marvel phases, she's got, you know... Well, they always do these lower-budget movies. Story. They can't do big budgets right. during these times, because obviously they're they're at Marvel's whim and call yeah. whenever they need them. And for good reason. I mean, hell, you don't become the number one highest-grossing <laughs> franchise ever by letting these guys just run them up. That's why Robert Downey Jr. last ten years has only appeared in a handful of movies compared to all right. his times as Iron Man. I mean, I can only think of literally two or three off the top of my head. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, The Judge... And due date are just three that come to my mind. And now yeah. since he's done, he did Doolittle, which sucked by all men. Well, did he have was uh were sure some of the Sherlock movies were during that time period, right? Well, Sherlock Holmes was in two thousand nine, and Game of Shadows I think was in two thousand eleven. So yeah, they were between Iron Man because Iron Man one came out in 08. Iron Man two didn't come out till twenty ten. And then Avengers didn't come out till 2012. Right. And then he got really busy there afterwards because he had Iron Man 3 right after Avengers. And then he walked into Age of Ultron. So there was a gap between those two. And then after Age of Ultron, he was peppered all throughout Phase 3. I mean, he was in Civil War, Spider-Man, both Avengers movies. I mean, he was a lot more busy in those ones than he had been in previous phases. So he, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. did what he did because he knew he was getting the money from... I mean, hell, he not only did he get paid a certain amount for each film, he also got paid stipends from the box office returns right, for each one for that he those. appeared in. Exactly. You know the interesting fact about Marvel movies and about movies in general? What's that? Samuel L. Jackson is the highest grossing actor of all time. He's in every movie. He's in every movie. <laughs> yeah. He's quite literally <laughs> he's in every movie. All hell, movies. isn't he going to be in the new Saw spinoff? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's going to be in that. <laughs> Dude, this stuff. Okay. works. Here you go. Ready? Time. Between... I, so he appeared quite a bit. He was in Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and then between that and Iron Man Two, he was in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Fucking love. What do you mean, <laughs> you people? What do you mean, it's you an people? Awesome movie. The Soulist with Jamie uh, Jamie Fox. Yeah, yeah, it was a very movie. good movie. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, and he was in Iron Man love Two, that. and then he was in Love Distraught, Due Date, Sherlock Holmes: The Game of Shadows, and then he was in Avengers: Iron Man Three, then he was in Chef and the Judge, and after that, it was all Marvel movies until yeah. Doolittle. Right. And then now, it says he's going to be in Black Widow. Oh, it's because Black Widow takes time right after Civil War and Infinity War. So he might Correct. appear in that. A lot of, I guess they're going to have a lot more appearances from dead, quote, retired Marvel, Marvel okay. characters in there. So that'd be cool, cool to see. But yeah, it was a good movie. I, I recommend it. Don't even bridges. Go watch good. it. Yep. Definitely, definitely enjoyable. I can't wait to see what Chadwick Boseman does next besides Black Panther 2. Correct. 
But even if it's another kind of low budget, minuscule movie, I mean, they always there's always pretty good. Hell, some of my favorite Marvel character, Marvel actor movies are those middle ground. Oh movies. yeah, I mean because they have the chops, and they make the movies good. Yeah, yeah, yep. This is why Marvel hires them. They're great actors. <laughs> Anything else? No, not on this. All right. Well, I've been Kendrick, and I'm Mark, and this has been Movies in Black and White.